We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg, a savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 feet. There's a hole. Burst to it. 20. Steps a tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. High school quarterback. He's got a throw. The fake is on. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, former Los Angeles offensive back Michael Stewart. We're back. It's almost time. We're four days away. Three by the time you listen to this, probably. But nonetheless, it is almost kickoff. The Rams for the Bills this Thursday night. Mike how are you, dude? Hey, man, I'm doing good, DC, man. Just looking forward to another upcoming season. Uh, just excited to get going here. And, uh, man, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about briefly tonight. And it, it feels like it haven't been forever. It's been a long time since we've both been on the pod, especially you. You've had a summer, haven't you? Oh, my goodness. Have I had a summer, but... Man, you know, good things come to those who press through. So, uh, you know, pretty much do a master's program now and just started back school. So that's been a relief. So, uh, you know, we had talked before. Uh, my son was transferring school. They're kind of holding up progress. That worked out. So he's out there balling, doing doing some good things. So, man, it's looking forward, looking up to a great year for at least on the school side. But looking for a great year on this Ram side as well. And it's a hard schedule. It is the hardest of the links for what we're going to do. And we're going to try and pack it into an hour. I know we're behind. Like, it's been a while since we podcasted. We, we, we want to get you those set. We want to get you 
primed for our big Bills preview, which we're going to have recorded on Tuesday night. And we're going to sit down with the Rock Power Report. Drew, remember him. I'm sure those of you who are longtime listeners and talk about the Bills and Rams. So first things first, let's go ahead and knock this part out now. We have people who pay to listen to us. We pay pay for your access to you. So check our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so first things first, looking at the 53-man roster, the unofficial, quote, death chart, per the Rams, per their own website, this is how things look right now. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through this and get your thoughts. You ready? Ready. Okay, I'm assuming YR1 is Cooper Cup. He is his backup there. His second is listed as Brandon Powell. YR2, Allen, Allen Robinson, backed up by Tutu Atwell. And Lance McCutcheon who certainly earned his place on the roster. He's the third guy there. The other side, Van Jefferson by Ben Skaronic. And those are three receivers. The Rams list Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson Jr. as both number one in the depth chart. So I'm guessing that means they're splitting carries. Kyron Williams, two, and Jake Funk. They're in the third slot. Quarterback we know is Matthew Stafford. John Wolford is the backup. And Bryce Perkins, they kept him on the roster. Did not go with two quarterbacks, one three. And he is, that's the three in the quarterback. For tight end, Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins. Wonder how you feel about that. And then there's the, the well, the offensive line. And I, I kind of stopped there a little bit because I'm not sure yet how I feel about it. I'm, I can't wait to get your thoughts. I cannot wait to get your thoughts on this offensive line because it could be either a younger, rejuvenated line or this could be, oh, crap, what happened? this year with this offensive line. So that's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't see a middle ground. They're going to either be really good or really bad. So Joe Nopum, left tackle. We saw flashes from him in the past. He's backed up by A.J. Jackson. Uh, David Edwards at left guard, backed up by Tremaine Ancrum. Uh, back at center, Brian Allen, right guard, Coleman Shelton. Right tackle, Rob Havenstein, backed up by Bobby Evans. So there is our offense. I'm going to stop there. And ask you your first thoughts before we move to defense. How you doing there? What do you think? Uh, which section? O line, running back, wide receiver, just in general. Well, let's well let's knock out the easy stuff first. Wide receivers. Yeah, it, it looks that you know there's still uh, 
uh, if, if Van Jefferson is even going to dress out. So that'll be interesting. <clears throat> I'm still, you know, I didn't know it was this, uh, I guess, second knee surgery for the offseason, but uh, I'm still a little out now on Van because he was dropping a lot of balls last year. And, and maybe it's because, you know, his wife was due and then she had the baby. And, you know, I don't know, but he, he just seemed like, he didn't progress as much as I, I, I had anticipated. Remember, I was calling for this guy to be the guy in there, but there was a reason why I might have been wrong. Uh, but other than that, man, the, the receiver group looks good. Uh, obviously, Lance McCutcheon has, has showed himself uh, as a pretty good wide receiver. So uh, I think think it's a good group. How about you? I'm I'm fine with him. I'm really excited about Allen Robinson. I'm hoping that given, you know, a good, solid quarterback in Matthew Stafford, we're going to see this guy explode the more than he did before. So I'm really excited to see how he does. We're going to miss Bobby Trees. But if he plays like we know he can, this Allen Robinson, then I think the Rams think themselves a really, really good signing there. And provide, that, that really provides the Rams with a solid one-two punch at receiver, even if Van's out for a while. So. I'm cool with that, and I gotta tell you, how can you not be excited about a guy like Lance McCutcheon, who basically earned his way on this roster by performing above and beyond the way anybody thought he would? So I'm really excited to see how he does. Tutu Atwell, I'm waiting, man. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can avoid the the whole bust label for him, considering third rounder shouldn't be a bust, but considering he's basically in my view, Tavon Austin. Deuce, do how are we gonna say it? Like, yeah, like, do the second version. I'm I'm kind of eh about it. Two point oh, two point oh. I was thinking that movie, that old Charlie Sheen movie, Hot Shots of the Heart Shots Part. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. So from all listeners, okay. So tight end, Tyler Higby, Bryson Hopkins. How you feeling there? Yeah, I think you you know you got a good one two punch. I think the 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 tight end room probably got a little crowded last year. Uh, you know, Johnny Munt obviously was a solid is gone, and uh, along with Jacob Harris, I believe is on the practice squad. So you know, Higgs and 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 Bryce, that should be a good tag team. You know, kind of cut down on speculation on who's going to get some rocks thrown away or who's going to be playing in there. So I, I think that's going to be, in my opinion, I think that may be a benefit for us. And you're talking about Jacob Harris is on the practice squad. Jared Pickney's on the practice squad. You know who's not in the practice squad? Kendall Bland. But Roger Carter Jr. from Georgia State made made the practice squad. So that's that's really interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, Kendall Blanton didn't make it. I liked him a lot. So we'll see how that one looks. I, I, <laughs> I'm i looking at running back next here, and I'm really curious as to how they're feeling about Cam Makers. To instantly have this be a joint number one, Cam Makers working his way back with Cody's last year didn't really ever look all that solid for the rest of the season. When he did come back, was happy he did make it back, hoping he's good to go now. In terms of it has everything back, all full bursts, all, all explosiveness. But it is curious to see that the Rams actually list him as jointly 
number one, when, number one Daryl Henderson. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, as they say, the they're still evaluating, uh, to your point, how, how well is Cam Akers physically. Uh, Daryl Henderson has showed himself uh, solid back. So I think it's going to come down to they're probably going to look at these first two outings and then they'll probably make a a solid. This is our number one guy. Or, you know, they could kind of do the little one two punch, if you will. But I, I think eventually you have to go with a guy who's your number one guy. But I think it's going to they're going to have to evaluate it in real games, you know, because. Uh, one of the things we don't do a whole lot, we don't play a lot of the starters during the preseason. So it's really hard to see. And I, I go on record again. I I understand the reasoning, but it's just to me, you're you're just asking for another two week, three week, four week warm up for guys to kind of get acclimated to the game speed of an NFL game. And the only way you can do that is playing in one. If you didn't, you don't play in the preseason, it still takes you a few games to get going to that type of game speed. So it'll be interesting to see. But I, I think the ultimate thing they're evaluating into these next two weeks. Yeah, I mean, and then looking at the looking at the defense here, Ashawn Robinson, defensive end. That's a no-brainer. We, we saw that. I really like how he played the end of the year last year. Marquise Copeland backing him up. Greg Gaines backed up by John Williams. Aaron Donald backed up by Michael Hecht. Outside linebacker, one position is also kind of a duel right now. Justin Hollins and Terrell Lewis, that's fine. Uh, outside linebacker on the other side is Leonard Floyd backed up by Keir Thomas. Ernest Jones backed up by Jake Hummel. Bobby Wagner backed up by Christian Roseboom and Jake Gervais. Troy Hill earns the starting job at left corner. So that's fascinating to me. <laughs> He's earned that back. Uh, Robert Rochelle backs him up, Darian Kendrick. Then Jalen Ramsey backed up by Dio Long Jr. and Kobe Durant. Strong safety. I thought this would be a no-brainer, right? Jordan Fuller by himself there. Uh, but no, he's with Taylor Rapp. And then at free safety, Nick Scott, former seventh rounder, has the job at free safety. So how are you feeling about what we're seeing there? We'll start with the defensive line. Oops, I think the D-line is, you know, obviously solid. Sorry about that. You were on mute, weren't you? I was on mute. I am not cutting this one from the podcast. We're going to (laughs) just suck it up. And so, uh, again, I think you have one of the greats in Aaron Donald. And as long as Gaines and Aishon and and, and Hoyt, uh, Michael, it'll be interesting to see, you know, former second-round pick, see how much he's progressing and actually uh, hopefully makes a, a real dent into this where, you you know, you give those guys, those starters, uh, a few snap blows so everybody can stay high Who was the former second-round pick? Uh, Michael Hoyt. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, solid. I think it's solid. What do you think? I like our starting three. I'll worry about our backups. So the the suspension for um, the suspension we have on that on that roster right there on the defensive line has me concerned because of I, the backups to me are unproven. They're not really impact guys. I am concerned 
a bit. Can, can I, I'm allowed to be a little concerned, right? Yeah, I, I started well, three is fine. But losing Bobby Brown, being suspended, that's a bummer. That's not my favorite at all. So there's that. And, you know, linebackers, I'll, I'll go first here. Linebackers here, just fine. I love the combination of Ernest Jones, a rising guy, sitting there next to Bobby Wagner. I think that's going to be fun. I think the linebacker going to be a lot more active this year. Justin Hollins and Terrell Lewis, we've liked a lot of what we've seen from Terrell Lewis. I like our linebacking core. Again, it's not a very deep core. That's the price you pay for paying big money to your stars. We'll see how they hold up. What about you? I totally agree with uh, what what you said in regards to uh, Bobby Wagner. I just think he's going to make everybody uh, come up a level. One of the keys to any solid defense, you can go down the list in history you usually have one of your best players is playing that linebacker position, that Mike linebacker. Mostly, you know, now teams are not so much running true uh, four threes, but Mike linebacker or your most pivotal linebacker who's usually setting the defense, calling the defense, and typically is is one of your defensive captain, uh, making sure everybody or the quarterback of the defense, if you will. Sometimes it's safety if it's Ed Reed, but it was two of them there. Ed Reed and, and the all-star linebacker Ray Lewis. But I, I just think this is a true upgrade. To your point, though, those guys got to stay healthy. Uh, not a whole lot of depth. Again, unproven backups to a degree. So you're always concerned with the, the injury bug. But if uh, Bobby Wagner's anything like we've had to deal with at the other team, uh, we're, we're going to be fine here. I'm just worried about depth, that's all. That's all I'm really worried about. I, I look at the roster, and I think the starting starting team is pretty stacked. And yet we look behind them, and oh boy, these guys better develop quickly. Because injuries happen no matter what. Injuries are going to happen. You better have these guys developed. Corners and safeties, Troy Hill, Jalen Ramsey, Taylor Rapp. How do you feel about the secondary right now? Uh, my... my I. You know, I, I think it's good. I think Troy Hill is going to do fine. Obviously, Jalen Rams is going to do fine. I, I like Fuller and Scott, but I'm I'm still just questionable on Taylor Rapp. So, uh, yeah. But I. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's just there's I, so I, many I, ways to go there with that, right? <laughs> yeah. But again, these are pivotal years for a guy like him. You know, you really got to, you know, solidify yourself as an NFL guy uh, or you may get slotted as, uh, you know, he's a decent backup special teamer. And, you know, you can play a lot of years doing that as well. So no hate on the game. But when you're talking about uh, playing at a high level, uh, Taylor has shown some glimpses here and there, but he's shown it seems like he's either out of position or wrong angles or I don't know. It just seemed like he hasn't put together everything he needs to uh, be a solid safety in the NFL. I felt like he actually took a step back. I was not happy with how he performed last year at various points. I remember, you know, remember him getting yelled at a little bit. And I just don't, 
I wonder if he's going to be the guy that just never really develops there, never really pans out. Or maybe they're just waiting for a spot for him. Maybe he needs to be the more of a box guy. I don't know. But he shows you flash, then he shows you some greatness, then he shows you crap. So I'm just, I'm waiting to see what he does. I'm waiting to see him take a step forward because by all rights and purse, given where they were drafted, this shouldn't, he shouldn't be or next to Jordan Fuller. Jordan Fuller should be backing him up. That's not happening. Jordan Fuller came in right away and outplayed him. That's just the bottom line. He came back and outplayed him. And even though Jordan had a rough year last year, Jordan was not playing him. So, Nick Scott, great story. Drafted him late, and he's just developed, and now he's got himself a starting spot. Nick Scott, props to him. So, there we go. Special teams, punter Riley Dixon, kicker Matt Gay. That's fine. I love I love Brandon Powell back there's kick returner. It feels like the first time in a long time we've had a legit kick returner. So, sounds good to me. Yeah, that that definitely should should you know solidify at least the kick return game in a lot of a lot of ways. Absolutely. All right, so I'm gonna move over here to our schedule. Now, usually by now we've already previewed and, and made our predictions for this for the season schedule, but we're gonna do it now. And uh, right away, this Thursday, the Rams play the Bills. I hate, by the way, Mike, I hate the fact that the NFL scheduled this game. The Bills-Rams on Thursday night. Why is that? I I would have liked a different opponent. I would have liked a different opponent. I would have liked a divisional rival or an NFC rival. It just feels better to me to have that. But here we are. Doesn't matter. It's done. Well, well, I think I think one favorable thing is let's say we come up short. It's not going to be as impactful if we're losing to a NFC team when you're talking about playoffs. Maybe, but I want to see this team. You know, I'm more of a traditionalist. Yeah, I think you know that by now. I, I like the fact that they're, you know, I've been playing an NFC team for for kind of big things. They're getting the rings this night. They're celebrating Super Bowl championship. It would have been nice to you know have them face off against a team that, you know, they be on the way there, like, say, the 49ers. But I digress. Not happening. It's the Bills. And the Bills are tough. They are, in my view, this is my personal view. They are the Super Bowl favorite this year. They're just they're they're deeper. They're they're stacked. They're prime. Is now will they fall through that? I don't know, but I feel like they are the Super Bowl favorite. They are going to go through a battle test at AFC, but their division itself is not a division that will beat them up too much. As a matter of fact, the AFC East is pretty weak overall. So, you know, this is a tough tough game for both teams to open with. So. Give us your prediction. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's going to be tough in the sense of short week. Guys haven't, like I said earlier, haven't really played a whole lot. And so I, I just, again, I, I know I'm redundant and I'm dating myself into old school way of doing things. But I, I just see that it's just kind of going to be probably sloppiness, you know, some offsides unnecessarily and things like that. Uh, but I also think that the danger is the Bills are playing with a chip on their shoulder. You know, they think they should have been in a big dance last year. 
So it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, you got Von Miller coming back to town or no, we're there, right? They're, no, they're here. Yeah, they're here. Yeah, Get our so, rings, man. Wake up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited, man. I'm just blanking out already. Well, uh, the whole ceremony. Yeah. I think they already got their rings. They're doing the whole public thing with the always every year, the Super Bowl yeah. ceremony and so but, on and so forth. But the thing, I think, uh, you know, the Bills are going to look at this like, okay, they're going to do the little ring ceremony. Well, we're going to go out here and pounce on these guys. So uh, I'm hoping the Rams are are, are ready and, and McVay and, get, and crew have something up their sleeve. Uh, because these are the games that can get away from you. You know, you again, sometimes playing at home is an advantage. Sometimes it's not. So with the ceremony and all that stuff, it could be a little distraction. Okay, but make a prediction. Go. You still there? My prediction is simple. 17-14 Rams. 17-14 Rams. All right, I am. Uh, I've had. A, I, here's my concern. And by the way, if if the Rams prove me wrong here, great, great. I am concerned about this offensive line. First week of the season, playing one of the toughest def- defense in the league. Yeah, I'm concerned about that. I'm going with the Bills in a close one. I I just think the offensive line will be hit hard early. And it'll be like, you know, one of their big trials. It's not big, like you said, it's not a big deal if they lose, you know, compared to, you know, playoffs or anything. But it's going to be a close one. I think the Rams, I think they drop this one. All right. Week two, Falcons. W? Oh, we're beating them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one and one, two and oh for you. All right. Week three at the Cardinals. At the Cardinals, this is what I would call it. Somewhat a trap game. If they are two and zero, it may be a trap game against the Cardinals there. Uh, but I'm still going with the Rams in that one. Again, probably twenty-one seventeen, twenty-one ten Rams. But yeah, Rams have pulled that one out. I get the Rams there too. I think the Rams, you know. The Cardinals got that one last year early in the year, and I then just took it to them mentally the next two times out. I think that that lingers a little bit. And quite frankly, the 49ers next week in San Francisco, they can't lose this game. They can't. So I'm going the Rams. So I have them at 2 1. You have the Rams at 3 0. And next week, Monday night football at the 49ers with Trey Lance at quarterback as of right now. As of right now, you think Garoppolo's going to get back in there? Man, he has Trey Lance has not looked good. <laughs> no, he has. So that's why I'm going Rams with a win because he 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 made this this going to be a growing growing pains year for them. I don't know that it's a growing pains year. I think the leash is short for him. Honestly, that's why you pay Garoppolo the big money as a backup, like the highest payback of the league, right? So I don't know that if. There's still playoff hopes for them, but I'm going I, I'm going Rams here based off of Lance. Now, if Garoppolo starts, I may change my mind at that point, but 
Rams, so 3-1, 4-0 for you. And then the Dallas Cowboys come in on the 9th. I'll make that call. We're, we're going to give it to the Cowboys. They're, they're going to be a, a, a ball of fire this year. Because I just think the whole Dak Steele's average back, you know, they got a little bit of a receiver situation. You know, obviously, quarterback is back, truly fully healthy, but he's probably going to be trying to do too much. And you just got Jerry Jones with this lingering non-true support of a head coach, Court and Sean Sean Payton still kind of just – so I I just don't see the Cowboys with everything that probably is going to be going on. I I don't see them beating us. They have a lot of talent, but I don't trust the staff there. Right. I don't trust the organization. I think that's what you're saying, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go Rams, too. Uh, so I have them at 4-1, give them a 5-0. and oh. Panthers come in week six. Can we just say W there? W. W. I think it would be better, but still, week six. So the the Rams, I have them at 5-1 and one at the break. You have them at 6-0. and oh. The Niners come in for Halloween, basically. It's October 30th, coming off the bye. How you feeling? Uh, again, this is going to be dependent on who's actually their quarterback. You know, if Trey Lance is there, has he gotten better? Is he now hitting us a groove? But I'm going to say if Garoppolo is now back in there, I just won't think they'll have an answer for the Garoppolo Debo Samuels situation. If he's not in then it's going to be a Ram win for sure. Well, make the call. Just the Rams. Nope. Okay, you're taking the Rams. So the Rams, in your point, you were 7-0. I think it's just a given split. I'm going to go with the split this year. I usually lean that way when it comes to the Niners. So uh, at this point, I think Garoppolo is back. <laughs> I think yeah. I think so. Um, I, I just do not feel high on Trey Lance at all. So 5-2, They're going to Tampa on week nine. In Tampa, it's November. Tampa. You got Tampa. I got the Rams for that one. I think the Rams have had their number. I mean, mm. I, I, I just, I think they're in their heads a little bit. They beat them three straight times. So, I have them at 6-2. You have them at 7-1. Week 10 yeah. at home against the Cardinals. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh as much as we say protect home, I think by this time of the year, if in fact certain people are healthy, because isn't uh, their number one receiver, isn't he back by that game? DeAndre Hopkins? Maybe. But who says he'll have his chemistry by then? Uh, it doesn't matter. If he's back, Cardinals. So I'm going Cardinals on that one. I'm going Rams. So 7-2, seven 7-2. Um, at the Saints, week 11. Uh, Rams all day. Uh, yeah, it's the same here, Rams. I, I think the Saints have a lot of talent there, but I'm not sold a quarterback there. I, I don't know how long that lasts. So, 8-2, and two, week 12 at Kansas City. That's going to be the Mahomes. That's, that's, that's tough to go into KC and, and in, beat them at home. At the end of November. 
Yeah, it could that, be that's weather. Oh gosh. Yeah, it could be yeah. some weather, but I, I just think you're you're asking a lot to beat Casey at home at that time of year. All right, so we're right, we both got that one there. So eight and three, Seahawks mm-hmm. on the on Sunday the fourth at home. I'm going Rams. We got Rams. Me too. Nine three, um, Raiders Thursday night game at home. That is going to be a toss-up. I I just think that uh, what? The- Don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> I know we're starting to head now. Don't. Yeah, do it. man. I'm only heading that way because you're talking about usually the Seahawks, though they're not going to be as formidable without uh, Russell Wilson. But it's still going to be the Seahawk okay. Ram rivalry. Pause. Pause. Yeah. Look at who the Rams play after the Raiders. Right. I think the Rams go in that Raiders game and they can must win in terms of playoff positioning. Well, I would say so, but I'm saying because it's a short week, that's the thing I think may tip into the Raiders' hand. Just because it's a short week. Okay, so you're calling that a Raiders win. Yeah. All right, so that puts you, what, at 9-3? and three? Eight and four, I think. I have okay. Eight and four, nine and three. Yeah. Wait a minute. No. Like ten and three. We were nine and three. Ten and three, nine and four. I have them yeah. to win. Right. So, all right, Packers. I have them at a loss. It's, in, it's Green Bay on December nineteenth. Yeah, at Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Why do the Why does the NFL keep doing this crap? We send the Rams into Green Bay know, late in the year for a series. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um, Ooh, so I got, I got that as a loss. So, uh, 10 and 4, you're at 9 and 5. Yeah. Okay. The Broncos on Christmas Day at home. I'm going Rams. You're going Rams? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going Broncos. Oh. A shorter week coming off a freezing cold game in Green Bay. I'm going, I'm going Broncos for that. So 10 and 5 for each of us. Yep. But they go to the Chargers the following week on Sunday night game, and I got the Rams for that one. Wow, so they play on Christmas Day and January and 1st. Day. Yep. Man, that's, that's pretty incredible. Goodness. I got the Rams. Yep, and then, this, and then they go to Seattle to end the year. But I'm guessing, we got them. Yeah, I'm we guessing, got them. Considering playoff positions on the line, the Rams are going to take that one series. So twelve and five. I have a twelve and five. You have been twelve and five. Um, yep. And I would also say that this is all we understand. Injuries happen, so I'm going based off what we see now. Yes. I, I here and and just I know we have to go, but here are two concerns I want to leave with. Okay, because. There's a lot to like about this roster. There's a lot to like coming in. One, uh, the, the, the target's on their back. And with a target on their back, they've had a lot of turnover on the offensive line. That's my biggest concern. And the lack of death overall. That lack of death could be meaningless, by the way. They could be developing these guys like crazy. We'll find out. But the offensive line really is a huge concern for me. It has 2019 vibes for me again. 
It really does. Unproven guys getting the start. It has those kind of vibes for me. Please tell me I'm being a little bit overly concerned. No, I, I think you make an absolute uh, great point of it uh, in review because we all know what happens typically to teams after they win the Super Bowl. Usually that following year, it's a huge drop-off with the exception of the the Patriot way or whatever they call it, runs that they would having. Uh, they were just in the hunt every year. Now, I, I think that when you all things being considered, you know, Raheem Morris now will be in his second year, third year? Second year with the Rams. Second year with the Rams. So, yeah, he was here hired in 21. So, I think that should play to defensive benefit. And hopefully, you know, guys like a Taylor Rapp now have been in the same system again that they'll show up a little bit better. You know, we won't have all those those kind of skirmishes we had between some of the guys last year. So those things I think will play in there. But again, to your point, depending on the injury bug, I think if Cam Akers comes back, that's going to take a little pressure off of uh, our quarterback, you know, having that tender air ball. He didn't play a whole lot, but before he was playing, he had that tender air ball elbow so it'll be interesting in that sense to see how he's throwing how they're running all those things but if the running game is like it should be or could be uh and you got more of a balanced attack i think we should be fine i mean i i think they'll be fine if they're balanced if they control the clock i think if they if they Shorten the game up some a little bit. I, I think they'll be fine. Give that offensive line time to develop and grow. And honestly, if that's my biggest concern, you don't hear a lot. I don't have a whole lot of other concerns. I, they have a tough schedule. That's a concern. The hard schedule. The targets on their back. You know, it, we're not going to be all freaked out. The team doesn't win Super Bowl this year. We're glad we got ours, and we're hoping for a second shot at it. But... I just, that's the only, the offensive line is the only real, like, oh my gosh, I'm just chopping the bit, wondering how this is going to fall. How, and hopefully nothing falls. <laughs> so there we go. All right, folks, there you have it. Our look at the roster, our brief go over of the schedule. We both have them going 12 and 5. And I, I, I still can't believe you took the Raiders in that game, man. The Raiders. I can't, I just can't. I'm, just tell your son to give you a quote <laughs> for that one. I, hey, I'm just telling you, man, you know, as a former Bulldog, maybe that's why. You know, you got a, a guy that came over here from the Packers that played with uh, Young Carr. They played together at Fresno State and rewrote some of the record books up there. So I just think by that time of year, they'll be hitting their stride. But my bigger thing is coming off of what I think will be somewhat of an emotional win, not that. You know, the Seahawks are a super juggernaut, in my opinion, with the quarterback play that they have. I just think because of the short week, uh, and again, the Raiders aren't traveling far and that, all, all that thing. And a lot of guys on that Raider team, you know, got a lot of people here uh, in California. So I, I just think, you know how the Raider fans, they're going to show up. But I just think the the short week may play a little bit more to their favor. All right. 
We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right, folks, give us a follow on Twitter at TalkRams. Find all of our work anywhere podcasts can be found. You can also find us individually at DC Paul on Twitter and Mike at 1223. We'll see you in a couple of days with the Big Bills preview. We're out of here. Have a great We're one. Out. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com